when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. Why are they called Wedgies? Why would they be called Wedgies? Isn't that how you spell Wedgie? W-E-D-G-I-E? Yeah, Wed. G. Oh, Wedgie. Fuck English. English is almost as bad as French. What's so bad about French? Just the people or the actual language? I remember one of our friends was playing, uh, what's that stupid fuck? Do I even, I might not remember the game. Cause it's, it's something that like somebody that's really into tries to get somebody who's never heard of it into. And then they don't know what the fuck they're like guild wars or something okay. like that. And he said, what's, what's some insult you can do for like French people? He said, oh, they, they suck. They uh they smell bad and they're... they suck. That's a really good yeah. That's a good starter one. <laughs> and their women never shave their armpits. Hey man, you suck. They're like they're super hairy. They they suck and they they smell bad. I said really? I said yeah. Their women never shave their armpits. I think that's a French stereotype and it worked. It pissed off a French person on Guild Wars. <laughs> <laughs> well, any stereotype, whether it's common or uncommon, whether or it's never true or not. Of, Honest, as long as it's a stereotype, even if you've never heard it, you could just make up a stereotype and people will be upset by it. Yeah, what do you think the... This is a... It's it's not dangerous, but I'm just wondering what's like a stereotype that you've never heard. But like a group of people, you know what I mean? What's a group of people that you don't think are really around us in Rochester? I would say Indian people are one of them. Yeah. I bet there's fucking things that Indian people hate to hear that we are just unaware of that's a stereotype. Oh, easily. We can list off a couple of, like, the common ones of, like, they smell like curry and stuff like that. But I don't think yeah. that one really gets to them, like, haha, okay, we get it. But well, I think there's really... Like, I that's kind of true. I so. bet there's really specific ones that Indian people fucking hate that the rest of the world just doesn't know. But maybe Pakistan knows, and that's why they, they You're they talking, like, inner that. India. People yeah, say this yeah, all the time. exactly. Like, hidden, specific racial knowledge that's locked within that race. Like, something like that. Like people call it like you're a pee tosser or something like that because they toss their urine out the window. Is Just, that a thing? I don't know. I've that's done that. I've done that. No shit. Within the past month. Because <laughs> that's 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 also like you a, pee tosser. It's a, it's, a, it's a construction related thing. Of if the builder who's a multimillionaire can't afford to put a porta potty outside of the house, you pee in a bottle and like toss it out the window. And yeah. you feel no shame for it because everybody around you is way richer than you'll ever be. Or any of your family members have ever have been. So, fuck them. They can see me do this. <laughs> <laughs> They're lucky I don't throw it at their house. This is going directly into your hydrangeas. When you said pee tosser, I thought you were talking about goober peas. Oh, I would never. <laughs> we were talking about Indians, not Georgians. I think... Georgia, United States, not Georgia country. Okay, that's a good... I can't believe they're 12 on the list. I really gotta go to Georgia. I feel really genuinely bad for everybody that lives in Georgia. You wanna take a 12, trip to Georgia? What the f- Let's go to we, Georgia. The United States is probably lower than Georgia. I didn't even look on that list. But I guarantee you the U.S. might... You know what I mean? I think it's pretty conceivable that the U.S. isn't, you know, above 12. Yeah. I can see the U.S. being top 25. Maybe Georgia's higher than the U.S. But the problem with the U.S. is it's so dependent on states... Because Europe kind of has that thing where instead of states, they do separate countries. Maine is a completely different state than Nevada. Mississippi. I'm trying to think of what's like, I think Wyoming is the, poor Wyoming. I don't want to. You hate Wyoming. I don't want to hate Wyoming is the problem. <laughs> Wyoming, so there's nothing there. Yeah. 
Our old geography teacher said that Wyoming state tree was the light pole when he would drive through it. Like he's amazed he didn't kill himself going through the state to get here. Like, fuck, that state must really suck. And then you realize that state does suck because that's the highest suicide rate state is Wyoming. Is it? Yeah, they're number one. Higher than Alaska. I think Alaska's two. That makes sense. Yeah, because we just destroyed the natives with alcohol and kind of just pushed them into towns and left. So now they're just addicted to booze, which they didn't have a problem with 120 years ago, but now they do. And this isn't talked about. This isn't like a big issue, a humanitarian issue. Now in Alaska, do they consider it like it's really cold out and you have no food and you're like, I have to go hunting for some food and people are like, don't go out there, it's suicide. And then you do it and then you die. Is that suicide? No, I don't think so. Okay. I also think like indigenous people in Alaska have the warmest clothes, like inconceivable warmth compared to like, we're from Minnesota. You know what I mean? Yeah. We should have a grasp on what warm clothes are. And I don't think, I think it would be hard to grasp how warm their clothes the are. The problem is neither of us wear warmer clothes ever. I just get bitched at for wearing t-shirts by my family. And then I try to explain, or strangers, after leaving the Y before that, that got shut down. I'm like, you have a t-shirt on? It's like, it's like 150 degrees in the weight room. Like, what do you mean I have a t-shirt on? It's like, <laughs> you're lucky I'm not nude working out in there. And then I got the same <laughs> shit yesterday. I work out and I come home and my aunt's like, Where's, is it really that nice out? Where's your, your jacket? I'm like, once again, it's about 150 degrees in gyms, indoors, and I don't know why, but... I don't think I even own a jacket. I don't... I have one, My, I, but I, it's... All the uh, nice articles of clothing I own are just hand-me-downs from my family that just don't fit. Like, my uncle gives me a lot of his high-quality stuff that just doesn't fit him, and those are all my nicest articles of clothing. Or somebody else's. Because I just don't give a fuck. Who I'm cares? not going to spend $150 on a shirt. Yeah. It's like worth work boots. The one thing I probably should is because my boss said something with, um, yeah, I'm not taking my fucking boots off because if I drop a piece of granite and it goes through my foot, you know, because I have socks on, you're not going to cover it. And I'm like, ooh, that's good. Maybe I should switch out of the tennis shoes if we're moving like 800 pieces pounds of yeah, everyone in construction has steel-toed boots and yeah they're wearing tennis shoes this happened when i did stone masonry when i was because the problem with boots is that they they suck when you climb scaffolding and they get in the way and they're heavy and you have way more agility if you wear shoes i just need steel-toed shoes 100 i'm all for that if that exists it should that's all i need probably doesn't because i think the steel toe part of it in, inherently just makes it thicker i might just wear like steel clogs just put steel in your shoes. Yeah, like little quarter-inch panels of yeah. steel that uh, are uh, shoe-sized. Instead of like a Dr. Scholl's insole gel pad, I get one that doesn't go below your foot, but it goes above your foot, and it's exactly. made of steel. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's all I need. Problem solved. Yeah. If that's not copyrighted, you should copyright it right but, now. But no shit. I, I, for some reason, I have just subconsciously been going into the trades where it's common to drop five to 800-pound things of stone on your feet. Five to eight hundred pounds or, or five hundred to eight hundred? I guess five to eight hundred. Okay. Because dropping a five pound thing, like it, it's not comfortable, but you're, you'll be fine. Depends on the height and speed. That's fair. If you yeah. drop it from the Empire State Building, it's going to kill you. Yeah. Remember when that plane hit that? I guess we don't have a, I don't have an idea to talk about. So this will be interesting when this goes in. Okay. We're not saying we were really struggling, but this, when you said Empire State Building, remember when that plane hit the Empire State Building in the, like, the 30s? Yeah, what the fuck was it? <laughs> 
No one ever talks about that? No, I don't know anything about that event. It was a prerequisite to 9-11, and it just didn't work. They're That's like, we why, gotta get it's better. It's probably what... Uh, we gotta get a second plane into the building. It's what gained the Empire State Building immunity from being, you know, hit on 9-11. Yeah, because it, it's pr- arguably a bigger, more well-known building than the Twin Towers. Well, I don't think it's bigger, but, like, bigger as in, like, world fame knowledge. Or, yeah, fame, yeah. yeah. So they flew a plane into it, and nothing happened. They go, huh. I guess this one is fine then. We're and I don't think it was alone. purposeful, which sucks for the guy that did hit it. Like out yeah, of he all probably the buildings, got fired. Out of, <laughs> out of all the buildings in New York, you hit the really cool one. I guess it's good to know the really cool one won't be taken down by a, a like a, a biplane. Yeah. No, I think it was pretty, you know, like a wooden World War A lot more comfortable to work in the building. Yeah, it's, it, every, nobody probably got the day off from that. Oh, no, but I, I'll tell you right now that... All the new people are the ones that get shoved over by the windows starting after You think that that's happened. how it works. When I was going to uh, half-ass apply for a job at the post office, and then I, you know, you read about, like, David Berkowitz and how that really leads you into killing a lot of people. And you're like, oh, maybe this isn't good <laughs> with my seemingly already existing predisposition to mental illnesses. That I shouldn't, I shouldn't exacerbate it by working at the post office. I was reading about the only the two one shifts... job that has a word that describes going insane. Does it postal? Oh fuck, you're right. <laughs> but the two, the two shifts were like it was like 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. and then it was uh, I want to say like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. and I asked the lady, I said, where. Are there no day shifts? And she said, all the people with seniority have them. What? You read on, like, Reddit about this. And they're like, yeah, the people that have seniority are just the most miserable cocksuckers. And they make it hell. They make it as bad as it was for them, for the new people. You know, it's like a school. It's no shit. It's like a school I've been here longer, so I'm going to have the better job. It's like a military hazing thing, but it's... It's in the post office. It's in a lot of jobs that have first, second, and third shifts. Fuck, seniority's so stupid. When you I get, start I off, I you get, always it's not get the stupid, third shift. But I think at a post office, it's pretty dumb to have that be the ranking thing of this is how hierarchies are predominantly formed via how long you've been here. Well, it's like, like, if you're still fucking working here after 40 years, you can suck my dick and you should kill yourself. The problem is, really? if you think about a post office, at least the way I think about it, there's not really much of a way to show, hey, I'm the employee that should be getting all these benefits and stuff like that because I'm the best worker here. Because it's all just some mundane stuff that anyone can do. It's, I, God, I wouldn't, I think there is a special breed of people that can do it. Because one of the people, one of the persons, the men I work with, so the only, like, no shit, the three women are at like the front desk doing granite related stuff, like selling stuff. But the guy that's been there the longest has been there for 17 years. And for 17 years, he's polished granite. You have to be able to just completely shut off your mind to do that. You can't have any self-awareness to what you're doing for eight hours. Because it's so soul-crushing. The problem is he's really good at it. So, like, good on him. It's not, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say this job is beneath him. Right. But also, if I did that for eight hours a day, I, it would, like I said, I told you, it would be a work-related suicide. Of like, I'm going to find the most creative way to fucking kill myself in here. That's a better use of my time than polishing To my granite. job's detriment. Yeah. Yeah, I will drop so much fucking weight worth of granite on me. So it's unusable afterwards. Yeah. 
Or just chump change for how much money that company makes. <laughs> but that's like a stereotypical movie janitor where they'll just like pop in their MP3 player and just zone out while they're cleaning assumes, everything. Assumes that's where the movie janitor has peaked income-wise and technological advancement-wise, so he only has an MP3 player. I like that little subconscious fucking hierarchical fuck you movie theater janitor thing. Well, I thought janitors have always existed like they're stuck in 2005. They might be. I think so. When we... When we went back to the elementary school senior year, I don't know, it was for like a, a plant-related thing for fish and wildlife or something. We are like, bring these plants over there. No idea where anything was. Didn't like that. The whole layout of the school has changed. Which That's doesn't make any sense. In like six or seven years. Nothing's where it used to be. And two, all the janitors are the same people. So I, that, uh, you might be right. With like, they might be stuck. I don't think they age. It, well, I wonder if this is, per, it's exclusive to minnesota janitors since we can't leave the state janitors just decide let's go one step further and they just don't leave their job but a lot of this idea is coming from actual movies too where it it seems like it's outside unless the movies are taking place in minnesota has every movie i've ever seen taken place in minnesota up that's a Minnesota one. Yeah. They go to that's, Niagara that's Falls fucking, or That's whatever. what the movie's about, is they get high enough to escape this hellhole. Yeah. And they go somewhere else where it's warm. Well, I swear to God, they go to Niagara Falls, the Minnesota side of it. I think Niagara Falls is in, like, upstate New York, isn't it? It's in half upstate New York, half Minnesota. Oh, I forget we border on upstate New York. <laughs> yeah. I, you would forget that. Geographically, I'm really screwed up. That's that's why we hate New Jersey you, so much. What was your movie comment of like what do you, what do you mean if it's like the same day or shit like that? I just think all janitors are stuck in 2005, and yeah, all janitors it's... in movies, okay, are the exact same. You're thing. saying like how janitors are portrayed exactly since 2005, which is from like California, Hollywood is the one portraying them. So yeah. I would think that janitors just around the country, at the very least, are the exact same. I bet they fucking hate every movie that has a janitor in it. Maybe did... maybe Indian janitors that are sweeping the streets so they can get the pee off the streets or whatever is different, but. United States of America yeah, janitors. Yeah, we're going, yeah, Hollywood-esque. Exactly. Style, not Bollywood. Right. Those fucking get rid of those bees. Get those, yeah. Get, yeah, don't, the, the B word, get that out of here. You're, you're a bee person. That's <laughs> what I say to Indians, and they get super offended. So do you think janitors inherently hate modern depictions of themselves? Because they're, the problem is, is like Matt, Matt Damon in uh, Goodwill Hunting was a janitor at mit or harvard one of the two yeah i think it was mit i think so and then the bar he goes to is a harvard bar or whatever where he's like wicked smart that one that scene (laughs) but i don't think he listens to music in that so he's a no music kind of guy when does the movie take place? 1999 so before mp3 players okay but he could have like a walkman or something i don't know any what's another famous movie the movie janitor I think a lot of janitors are just background characters where it's not like, this is a it's famous not, Yeah, janitor. it's not a main point of the plot. It's, it's very just rarely that for. the janitor is a main character in a yeah. movie. Yeah, maybe he has one line of like, I just cleaned there. Yeah, exactly. Dweebs. But he's just, it's like, well, someone's fighting or whatever. And he's just cleaning up the rubble afterwards. And yeah. he's got his little earbuds in or his, his actual like, sony headphones from 1995 yeah, no, that I barely think right. cover his ears yeah there's no way there's 
have, I guess the problem is, is the Wuhan flu has delayed the current production, or at least what the rate used to be of Hollywood All movies. janitor movies? Yeah. To where maybe now, once this thing ends, if ever, janitors will have AirPods in. And I think that would be a big step for janitors. I think so. I think janitors would look at that and they would just clap their hands and be like, finally we're being represented. Yeah. You'd get a union of janitors together to go see whatever movie represents them equally and modernly. The movie's just called Janitor. What would it be about? Who would you... Who's the casting? Who's the casting? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think the janitor... I think there's one right option for this. Okay. What What's your answer for My it? My answer is Mike Rowe. Okay. Because Dirty Jobs, and he's a really smart dude. And I don't think he really has that much acting experience, so I think that... His, um, I, th- I don't think he'd get really into character, which is what you'd want to connect with the, the layman of the janitor. Yeah. You wouldn't want somebody so engrossed in their portrayal of a janitor that it's just not realistic. Right. I think Mike, Mike Rowe would maintain that. I think I would love to see Mike Rowe as a janitor. Yeah. In a movie. Who is the, who's his female romantic like he cleans in front of somebody walking down a hall. Is and this like, is, is his romantic person another janitor or is it just someone who works in the building that he's cleaning? Uh, I think if you are a female and a janitor, you are immediately exempt from being an adequate romantic lead in a movie especially in a movie (laughs) so it's like but But that may extend to real life but it's got to be someone who's just way out of like some doctor or something yeah like a lawyer yeah he's he always is sweeping up the courthouse yeah and he sees this lawyer constantly getting it's a defense attorney okay just getting done with cases yeah and she's the only one that'll acknowledge his existence Everyone else you see in the movie, they are like walking around and they crumple up their can of orange soda and throw it on the ground. And she's like, yeah, oh. it's a very exaggerated <laughs> version of rich people. Yeah, like exactly. And she's like, meat. oh, no, that's they shouldn't be doing that. And she kind of picks it up and he goes, don't worry, I'll take care of it. It's my job. And she goes, you're the best. And then she, he, Yeah, she it's like the away. little it's the little office little quips or like the day-to-day shit of like that's how it slowly builds and it it starts off with them just every like every single day they walk past each other and they each have like one line that they say to each other and it just kind of builds up and then one day he's not there and nobody notices he's uh, we don't know it it hasn't shown yeah the one day he isn't there garbage fills the halls yeah and And everybody realizes this is this is terrible and she goes oh my god mike isn't here yeah <laughs> and then the the conflict is when he accidentally throws away her like can of soda or something and it's full he throws he, he thinks a, it's hang old. on he throws away he accidentally sweeps up her engagement ring oh no, that's perfect <laughs> that's so corny and perfect yeah <laughs> and then he he finds it and then asks or asks her to marry him with it with that ring yeah yeah. she forgets that it was lost and that's how the movie ends they get married no she is glad to see it back and what's really funny is he didn't have to buy the ring no (laughs) it's her ring and he's proposing he he lost it it. yeah (laughs) and then he found it and now he's using it he threw it away and like a third of the movie is him in an actual dump where he's just in mounds of garbage, yeah. like digging through, like one of those hidden landfills that they hide from public knowledge. Yeah, he's on a he's on a landfill adventure, 
and there's like a That's guy living the in the landfill landfill adventure. Yeah. There's a guy living there, and uh, it's just some dirty homeless guy, and he like becomes his friend or whatever, and he's helping him out. It's and based this. on and, Edgar. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. everyone knows who that is. Yeah, around in the Midwest. Yeah, where Mike Rowe is from. Probably. I, I mean, wouldn't realistically. Doubt it. Yeah. There's a really is, there's a third of a chance. How does the movie end? And then I have a question. Okay. Um. Well, the movie ends in the stereotypical, like Hallmark movie esque. Everything yeah, exactly. She accepts cream. the engagement somehow. <laughs> I love that. And I'd like to think that Mike Rowe does something that kills her perspective future husband but she never finds out about it like accidentally like where he throws garbage he slips on and it that's well it would it would have to be so there is a little dark humor to it it would have to be something where because if if he just straight up died that would not be good no you could have it's it's it's, he dies because he's like you could have the prospective husband be one of the people that tosses shit all over the halls and stuff where people fucking hate him throughout the movie well he's specifically he finds out that she's kind of interested in this janitor and he's like eating a fast food hamburger out of a wrapper or whatever yeah she goes he spends his entire life cleaning up after everyone and no one appreciates him and then the husband goes he's nothing but trash and then he he crumples up the wrapper and throws it at his face or whatever yeah and he's just really mean to this janitor, making a bunch of garbage puns yeah. about what he is. Which is funny, because this guy's a professional. And then what really gets it is instead of retaliating, the janitor's like, that's okay, I'll just clean this up. And then he's sweeping, and the guy goes, you are such a loser. And he walks away, and he slips on a banana peel and cracks his head. Just a classic, goofy comedy trip over a banana and that's peel. And that's the only thematic comedy scene in the movie that's the it's only a very scene like serious that. romantic yeah. movie it's like a drama it's it's released in october because it's meant to win emmys exactly. and then they throw that in that's like a post-credit scene if you're like what happened to her yeah they really forgot Beyonce. about this plot point you're like no we didn't yeah just stay after the credits this is I, our this is our mcu after credits scene do you think kansas qualifies as a state in the midwest yes really yes because i hmm God, you might be right, but I think that's Missouri the cutoff. qualifies, so does I it? think Kansas does too. Because yeah. I don't think I think Missouri is too long. Missouri is the bottom half of the the Midwest. No, anything in Tornado Missouri, Alley. Southern Missouri gets like four inches of snow a year, where that's pretty much the South. That's not the point, though. The Midwest is legitimately categorized by the borders of Tornado Alley. Is it? Yeah. What? Minnesota is right on the top. The bottom of Minnesota Oklahoma's is on the top. Oklahoma's in Tornado Alley. You dipshit. And that's not in the Midwest. You wouldn't consider that to be in the Midwest? No. Oklahoma? The state right above Texas? A fucking course not. I wouldn't consider Oklahoma to be in the Midwest. Oklahoma's just about you the middle of the, the country. You insult the one state where we can definitely get our asses kicked by the people that live there. I love Oak, Oklahoma. You pick, yeah, you better fucking rescind what you said immediately. <laughs> I think that's probably where they filmed Twister. The you movie about so? the tornado? Yeah. Oh, that's where, like, the worst tornadoes happen is Oklahoma. I, fuck, fuck, the fucking tornado alley's probably in Texas. It's gotta be. I don't know about that. That I'm not 100% sure of. This is the best part about this, because I will never look this shit up until we're done recording. True. And I won't either, and we will never talk about it no, again. No, but we will say it as fact. Yeah, exactly. So Oklahoma, not part of the Midwest. Kansas, part of the Midwest. The problem with Kansas is, like... If Tornado Alley were to go any direction, I think it would stem from Kansas. Like the epicenter of 
an omnidirectional tornado alley. Like, instead of going up to us, if it went fucking west, it would start in Kansas. Oh, it Which has is funny to, because that's I, the whole Wizard of Oz thing, where they get uh, blown away by a tornado. That fucking comment of the, you know, we make this joke about, we're not, you know, X anymore. That comment is another one of those shit people say to be like, I'm not like all the other girls. And you hear that and you... Fuck. I Notice hope, how I spoke I around that phrase. Did you? I didn't actually say that. I said... But that's that's worse. That's like how a, a news reporter... Louis C.K. has a bit on this, where like a news reporter can say X, Y, and Z used the N-word. And it's like, how come she can say N-word, but then I think of the actual one? You know what I mean? Because in <laughs> your mind, you don't hear N-word. You're like, oh, great. Now I'm thinking of it, but she didn't have to say it. Okay, so that's let, what you did to me, let me but rephrase. with that stupid fucking Kansas phrase. Let me phrase. rephrase. Okay. Obviously, Tornado Alley extends from Kansas because we're not in Kansas anymore. Thank you. <laughs> that brings it home. Thank you. You're welcome. I know it makes you feel better. Is there any other alleys that pertain to weather? There's the what's the the volcano one, the circle, the volcanic crest. I what the fuck? The is Ring it? of Fire. There we go. That <laughs> that, that is what the it's volcanic called. crest. <laughs> Very close. I didn't know what it was called. <laughs> And that one's cool, too, to where the ocean is kind of, like, it. it's like the land that's closest to the ocean forms that border, that semicircle. There's only one alley, but there's, isn't there, like, Tsunami Valley or whatever? Hurricane Valley? I don't know. I've never where heard that Where just one. part of the south is so low, it's just a bowl. I think that's just... Louisiana. Yeah. I thought that's what we... Yeah. It's Hurricane the, Valley. I thought that's what forms the Louisiana Peninsula, is that it's just ridiculously low. Like, you go swimming and it drops off like 300 feet. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guess I'm in what Louisiana now. Yeah, I've made it, Mom. <laughs> you're free-falling? Yeah. You're, you're like, knee-deep in water trying to send a postcard home. <laughs> Finally made it to Baton Rouge. <laughs> fuck. Fucking Louisiana. Where are my beads? <laughs> Yeah, it's every every day's Mardi Gras. I gotta take my shirt Where off. Are my beads. I have to flash my tits at everybody. <laughs> I mean, I've got a lot of beads, Mom. Why? It's not how Mardi Gras works. You're a guy. What? Where's the Where's the crawdads and crawfish at? The po' boys. Where are those in Louisiana? Things? Where are the po' boys? Louisiana. What, where's the gumbo? What language is Cajun? Isn't there like a wi- Creole? Creole is what Isn't I'm it? thinking of. What's the isn't Creole like a Louisiana exclusive thing? Cajun for sure is 100% only in Louisiana. Okay. Huh. That's weird. Because Minnesota... Fuck. Minnesota probably does have that. Like excluding the Native American languages and shit. Like the weird Swedes that have been forgotten in the woods for the past like 250 years that have their own little communities that nobody talks about. Or the Funkly guy before his bar got shut down. Funkly That's Minnesota. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That is the worst thing I've ever... That's the worst thing I think that we've both collectively experienced. In 2017, we planned on going to Funkley, Minnesota in 2018. Because there was this bar in Funkley, and it had like maybe 10 people. I think there was... The population of Funkley was three. But the mayor of Funkley had his own monetary system where he'd give you... He'd exchange USD for Funkley bucks. And in 2018, we called the bar, and they're closed. So maybe this is the we. Maybe that's another subconscious real goal of the podcast is to form a connection with that guy, 
Because you called the number now, and it's not even like it's an existing connection. Like a, it's an, like an existing business that's just adopted the number. It's, it's just like a this sad, hey, this is out bah, of business. Bah, yeah. yeah, this number is disconnected. What? How does that work? I mean, Mayor Funkley probably, if you were to find him, still has at oh, least a way to gotta, print money. He's gotta. Yeah, it's like the guy that invented Bitcoin. Of course he's gonna have the most. Right. Mayor Funkley's gotta have all of the Funkley bucks. I'm sure he's a pretty cool dude. Remember when I asked that bus of kids if they're from, and I looked up their, <laughs> it wasn't entirely kids. That'd be cool, though. If the bus driver was a kid, you'd be like, oh, The bus fuck. driver was the youngest of them all. Where the hell are you guys from? <laughs> That'd be so He's cool. He's sitting in his diaper. Yeah. There's, yeah, you want to talk about, like, the, if the, there's the, the school bathroom is flooded with piss, that bus would be, like, one of those DUI commercials where they roll down the window and the beer just flows out of the window. <laughs> you open the bus door and that's what happens. But I we looked up, because they were in the old Shopco parking lot. Yeah. The, na- the nationwide or previously nationwide chain and it's a place that just looking at the bus we're like i've never heard of that yeah before. usually there's an ambulance in the shopco parking lot or the culver's parking lot but this bus you're like what the fuck where are these from so we looked up where the bus was from it was like 10 miles away from funkley minnesota and i had to find an adult the one adult that was chaperoning this herd of children i'm like hey do you guys know where funkley is and like what's that like what do you mean what's that you live like, right there. And they're like, no, we don't know what you're talking about. Fuck. I remember you also, I drove up and you rolled on your window and there was like three teenagers walking back to the bus and yeah. you talked to them too. I tried. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Another, it's, it goes they're back like, to the- stranger danger alert. Yeah, you know, they had their fucking AirPods in. <laughs> yeah, good on you. You go back to your shithole, funkly neighboring town. You losers. Go live boss. in funkly. What were they doing all the way down here? The problem with where we are in Minnesota is like southeast Minnesota. Funkley is the exact opposite corner of Minnesota. It's like northwest. And there's nothing to do down here. No. And there's nothing to do up there. Literally, unless you're going to the hospital. A bus there's of children. no uh, reason They're to taking be a charter bus full of sick kids. From up north to the Mayo Clinic. But that's my point, is there's it's, no reason unless you're going to the hospital. No, it, I, I don't know. Maybe they're being dropped off to be like experimented with at IBM. There's IBM still a thing? Shipped. That's the two things in Rochester, is the Mayo Clinic and IBM. IBM is still a thing, and it is extremely irrelevant now. It's like slowly being discontinued. It's going to get YMCA'd. And they still gonna... do stuff, but do they? it's not for like public consumption. Oh, I, that's fun. For, like, private research. Yeah, worthless shit. But any, It's not to benefit the greater good. Oh, thanks. Let's let these people stay. If Fuck you them. look what? at any uh, retail store, at least around here, I don't know if it's the same for the rest of the country, but you look at any retail store, the cash registers are all hooked up to IBM computers from 1992. Really? Yeah. Just old you refurbished right computers. Huh. Like, are you saying, like, the tower or the screen? The tower. I've seen, okay. And the screens are really old, too, but I've sometimes seen, the screens are newer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is I've seen some retail stores with more modernized screens, but I don't have any idea on, like, the actual PC part of the PC. But I've worked with enough retail electronics stuff, just fixing the electronics in stores, yeah. where I can tell you very confidently... That they all use really old IBM computers. Which shows that the work they're doing isn't fucking worth while because they can't update their computers. You know what I mean? You'd think if you cared about everything. And it'd just make them more money because they could sell them to every place. You know what I mean? If you had a better version, which they definitely do. 
But I guess retail... The problem with retail is it's not like those computers are being used for really anything. It's like it's we just literally need, one program. We just need them to turn on. Yeah. yeah. We need you to do basic math. The same... Um, there's a computer that's hooked up to the like CNC machine that does like precision cuts on granite and stuff. And it's a very, it's not like it's an early two thousands computer, but it's, it kind of makes sense. Cause there's like two programs on it and that's all it needs. So right. maybe IBM knows what they're doing. Yeah. It, it's literally just reselling old computers that they made a long time ago. Didn't you once tell me that the IBM building is being outsourced to other Spectrum. businesses? Yeah. That's so sad. Because it's a That's huge ridiculous. building. Yeah, and it's super advanced. It's like a, the future is that building. Isn't IBM originally from Rochester? I think so. I think that's why it's a big deal. Yeah. yeah and it was the biggest company in or Rochester. That's, that's at one why point. it's a big deal to us. Exactly. It's because, oh shit, this is a worldwide thing that started. Uh, yeah, other here. people are like, what is that? International business machines? Ugh, it's such a dumb name. And it's a huge building. The parking lot is so big that it is on a gps on how to get through the parking lot yeah that's it's the biggest parking lot in there must be guaranteed there there must be something which is funny because mayo clinic can't provide parking to employees but ibm's like fuck it let's just level they should just all park at the ibm square miles yeah the parking is so bad in mayo clinic that they have to park at the fairgrounds so like fuck we can just ship people from here IBM, there used to be so many people that worked there. They had, That's nuts. They That's... had the people at the front that would put the arm down and you have to show them your IBM badge to get in. Really? That's why that thing is there. Huh. It's not yeah, used anymore. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because it's just a ghost town. That is our Pripyat Ukraine, is yeah, IBM. Exactly. It's, it's funny to kind of envision that back in the 70s of like that parking lot's full. People are showing up, clocking in, clocking out. That's how it works, Don. Well, and now it's a ghost machine. town. Yeah, now nobody goes there. Now they have people answering phones inside. And, and that's it. IBM is extremely famous for just out of nowhere going up to people and being like, hey, your entire section is just gone. You're fired. Everyone in your group is fired just because this doesn't exist anymore. Which is funny because that's how the Rochester Fazolis uh, did it. The, I, the I, only I, Fazolis in Minnesota. I really... <laughs> I really hate that that I hope I'm going to check. I'm going to break the rule of one hitting the table. Classic. I got to do it at least one episode. And otherwise, two, you know, and two checking or checking my phone because the Fazoli's in Rochester, Minnesota was technically the third worst Fazoli's in the nation based on the reviews left on their website. But it's but one it's was kind like of a cheating. college. Two of them, yeah. Yeah. The other two that topped Rochester had like two reviews in one and they're from like a Texas A&M Fazoli's and then some other small town in South Carolina. And then it was Rochester, Minnesota, which had tons of reviews and it was that low. It was like a two stars or something, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was like 1.4. It yeah, was very it was low very for bad. that many, for like 200 Worst plus reviews. Fazoli's in the entire country. It's funny because it says they're still open. <laughs> they got rid of the sign. Fazoli's do do do. You know, in 2020, they were fined $157,000? For what? I fucking hate this place. Why were they open for for child labor law violations? (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh, man. They had five-year-olds in the kitchen boiling noodles. A franchise of 99 fast food eateries, including a Fazoli's restaurant in Rochester, was fined $157,114 for violating federal child labor laws this week. Fuck them. And they wonder why they didn't have the money to stay open. 
Remember when we found? Well, the problem, the problem is I. I don't know how sympathetic I should be for people whose businesses I don't use, such as fast food. Where like if you work at fast food, like I guess I don't know how much of like a mental tax that is to do that. Yeah. But every time at Fazoli's, there'd be somebody, a coworker outside smoking. Every and I, time. And I don't know if that's necessary to do. If I don't know if Fazoli's was that bad to where these like these people never smoked. They're super straight edge. They work at a Fazoli's and they're like, fuck, I need something to be addicted to. And then they choose cigarettes. I hope it's that. <laughs> I think it's just a ridiculously high amount of people are addicted to smoking. You can take the easy, easy route. It is the easy route. They did a lot of damage in like the 70s and 80s and 90s about getting people to smoke. They really, yeah, they really did of normalizing it. I remember there's a Seinfeld episode of like season two of like Elaine complaining about the oh, I hate the ashtrays here. I'm like, where the fuck are you eating where there's ashtrays? Monks? Why, do, why are they allowed to smoke in monks? And then like three seasons later, Kramer gets in trouble because he can't smoke inside. Like, oh, this is when that happened. It's like early 90s. We realized these cause premature births and shit like that. <laughs> we realize these are pretty bad. Fazoli's also apparently has discontinued their website. Fazoli's as a national company. I don't, oh God, I got it. Never mind. Locations, here we go. It better still, but the problem is, is it's not going to be, and I'm going to cry. Yeah, well, Minnesota's, Minnesota's not on their, no, Minnesota's not on their website. It goes Michigan, Mississippi, Missouri. They've completely gotten rid of it. We're going to have to go to the Wayback Machine. Oh, no. That'd be funny. <laughs> Fuck Fazoli's. This is an anti-Fazoli's podcast. You, you got any topics that you want to address today? No. No? Hang on. Hang on. I actually, I had a contingency for this, just in case. Did you? I wrote down, uh, if you want to go ahead and just read me this question here. Yeah. <laughs> Did you click on the right note? I uh, Just read it out loud. Artichoke. Oh, actually, yeah, that, no, that's just my shopping list. Hang on. You need one artichoke. <laughs> one, a single artichoke. I don't even know what an artichoke. I know it's like a vegetable. I don't know what it looks like or what it tastes like. I don't know. You this is the one I meant to. Uh, Why do you? There's, that's you it. That that's your loud. entire shopping list. Go ahead and read it out loud. <sighs> the problem is, is G E U S in my mind is now pronounced Geis. That's wrong. Which it wasn't before. So, what do you mean that's wrong? Splod Geis swallow? Nope. It's Gius. Gius. Yeah. Splod Gius Swallow? Yeah, thank you. That's the question you wanted me to ask. Well, that was... That's the punchline that? to the joke. It's the opposite of artichoke. Is a splod you swallow? How is that? How? Because... Don't, don't go too in-depth. Choke, swallow. Okay. You, I, art, it, choke, art, I, choke, art, okay. splod you swallow. And then splodge is the opposite of art. Everyone knows that. That was the worst question you've ever asked me. You asked me. No, like, fair enough. You did just start that by saying, I wrote down some things. Yeah. And that's what you wrote down. That's what I wrote down. I think we should stop podcasting. <laughs> that's, that's so... The problem with you is you don't ever change. Like, you've been the same person I met in fifth grade mentally, and which is scary. The problem with that is? It's it's like, I, I wish I was able to attribute your psychiatric 
problems, and problems can be in quotes, to mental failure or development of neurological disease. But that's never the case. So when moments like this happen, I'm just very worried. I'm very mentally stable. When you, you just surpass my expectation of the worst version of you, and you go so far beyond that. I with, had that with, ready on my phone. With that. Where you thought of that idea, sober, by yourself. And you're like, I gotta put this down. Because this has to be told to everybody. This is important. This, this is a fucking... What's the opposite of an artichoke? killer joke. It wasn't originally a joke. Oh, I needed to know what the opposite of an artichoke was. My left eye is kind of watering. And it's not because I put hot sauce in it. We really should do that every couple of podcasts. I have hot sauce in the fridge. If My you boss want to go told do me it. that pepper spray is—it uh, lasts for about two days, and every time you get your eyes wet, it reactivates. Yeah, that's why you're not supposed to take a shower after. He said it's. What if it's with milk? I thought milk is supposed to help. Help. Yeah, I guess, but no one's taking a shower with milk. <sighs> Doesn't even know his co-host's uh, shower is soaked up with milk. <laughs> is that why you're always buying gallons upon gallons of milk? That's the thing I use the almond milk for, because I God knows I'm not gonna fucking drink it. <laughs> but I will bathe in it and shower in it. It's really good for the skin. Yeah. The problem is, is it costs a lot. So I just have one stagnant tub full of almond milk. And then you kind of boil it to get all the impurities out of it. And then you let I it wish. cool down. Or you just let I it should. sit there. I should. <laughs> but I don't. I can't. I fuck. I hate that. That was that was like something so... That's worse than the fucking book we have to read from. Artichoke? What? The opposite of an artichoke. <laughs> You think splodge is the opposite of art. You yes. stupid fucker. What's a splodge? <laughs> a splodge is just a gray mass of blob. And you don't think that's beautiful. No, I don't think that's art. You ask me the first episode if that fucking alien that's 80% head is hot. Yeah. And I say, of course it's hot. But it's not a splodge. It's pretty fucking close. Okay, but and it, I think if it's also not art. I think so. I guess art is subjective. What's the opposite and, of art then? Einstein? Um, I, this is a loaded question because I wasn't prepared for it. How? How are you not prepared for this? I didn't think you'd ask. I just wanted to yell at you. <laughs> Usually you're pretty easy to push over to where you don't come back. With yeah, any... well, I've decided it's time to retort. You decided to stand up for yourself. That's right. You decided artichoke, splodge, splodge, or whatever the fuck <laughs> is the hill you die on. Yeah. Of like, this is where friendships end. I will I will defend this with my life. Absolutely. You, so what's the opposite of art? I don't think you I don't I'm gonna go I'm just gonna fucking go past this. I don't think you've ever bought an artichoke. No, that's why it's on my shopping list. Yeah, but why? Where does this desire stem from? This is like asking a comedian where do you get your thought or your ideas from? Because really there's no there's no basis in You reality. were just talking about how mentally stable I am. I don't Which need is, a reason. Yeah, but like you do shit like this that makes me question myself. Of like, am I so far gone that the person I'm thinking that is, are they mentally stable? Isn't? You're so stupid you don't understand what mental stability looks like. Yeah, am I so mentally unstable that your clearly schizophrenic actions to everyone else appears to me to be the perfect example of mental stability? And I think that's be slowly becoming my realization of that to be the case. I think you're so mentally far gone that you don't understand how <laughs> artichoke is a very natural thing to want as the only thing on your shopping list. How many calories do you think there's in an artichoke? Because I guarantee you it's below 50. 50 per cup. Oh. 
I didn't think it's something. The raw carrot thing has really confused me as to how to properly eat a vegetable. Because it's like, fuck, I'm going to spend 45 minutes eating this full raw carrot, and I hate it. Not because the carrot's bad, but because it takes 45 minutes. <laughs> and I don't, I don't look forward to it. But I forget there are other ways to eat a vegetable, or you could put it in cup form. It's not just one whole unit of artichoke, which is the way I'm measuring carrots. Can't you just blend a carrot and drink carrot juice? Maybe add a little salt it's, to it? I think it. it screws with the fiber and stuff like that. Really? I remember I remember there is something... Drinking there, it and chewing it is there the is same a big, thing. There is a big negative to juicing vegetables as opposed to um, eating them because you do lose out on like the... I don't know if it's soluble or insoluble fiber, but one of that. I just remember reading that after I like juice fasted senior year. of Like, oh, that's that was shit. That makes no sense to me how that works. Well, it's because there are nutrients in the skin that you are completely missing because they are discarded... Because there's a filter when you make juice. Oh, and that stuff yeah, I'm not saying don't juice it, blend it. Then you don't discard anything. Okay. Huh. You can blend something into pulp. a liquid. Nobody likes pulp, though. And that's essentially what the skin has then become. It's better than eating a raw carrot. It takes forever to eat a raw carrot. Because if you, if you blend it, you can put is, salt in it and it would taste better. The problem is, is you give a carrot to a horse and it's gone in about two seconds. I don't understand that. You give a carrot to a horse and it asks for a glass of milk. Yeah, you would do a fucking if you give a mouse a cookie <laughs> of this shit. You would. You would bring up my favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other... If you give a moose a muffin? Fuck. You already had it prepared. <laughs> what was the other one? Wasn't there one with a brownie? I don't know. All I know is all of the animals want milk and you've got some in your tub. There's no way a, a moose wants a muffin. Why? I think they're. I think moose are fairly fucking mean. They're huge. Yeah, they're, they're like twelve hundred pounds. You'd get your ass kicked. They're You'd like, be killed if you tried to go up to a moose and be like, "Hey, little fella." They're like a deer that you want to actively avoid. Yeah, exactly. They're like a deer that's not spooked. They're an aggressive deer that <laughs> yeah, weighs exactly. eight hundred pounds more. It's like a deer, but it's a bear. Yeah, without claws. But horns are worse. What was the other one? If you give a mouse a cookie? Yeah. That one's more feasible. I bet you could give a mouse a cookie. Why isn't it if you give a mouse a piece of cheese? Is that because it's racist? I think yeah, I think it is a race. It's a specious stereotype. I think that's where that. That's why they gave the moose a muffin. Which is funny. Because not specious. Because they avoided that specious stereotype of giving a mouse cheese well before the age of political correctness. They knew. Yeah, that's, that's a decent Unlike moment. Dr. Seuss, he didn't know. Uh, the Butter Battle Book. He's like Fuck. drawing a bunch of why'd you bring up very him? racist Asian people in his book. Why'd you or have to bring up Doctor Seuss? Because he's an old guy that wrote old children's books. Maybe it's Sice. It's it's Soyce. Soyce. Is how it's pronounced. Okay, that's even worse. No one else knows his actual name. How come they were such bad books? How dumb are your children to where you're reading this? That hop on hop. What? Hop on Pop? What the fuck is that? Did you just have a stroke? You've never read Hop on Pop? Hop on Pop. Yeah. Is it like Pop like the Minnesota and Soda? Pop like Dad. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. I don't want to hop on my dad. That sounds really gay. <laughs> Your dad wants That's you to like hop on him. That's like what my gay dad would tell me. <laughs> After he winks at Santa Claus? Yeah, exactly. He goes, hey, son, you want to hop on Pop? Yeah. It's like, no, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to be left alone. When Dad, I home. don't like this. I want to go home and I don't want to be home alone with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I just w wished I could be Macaulay Culkin. 
I if only home that was alone. Me. Yeah, I wish I was home alone. <laughs> like, I, hop on pop. Wait, you can't just go by that. What the fuck is hop on pop? I don't know. Where Theodore, whatever, I forgot his fucking name. Theodore G- Goose-Sizel or Theodore something? Sois-Geisel. Sois. He used his fucking middle name. Yeah. As his last name, as his pen last name. Yeah. I fucking hate that guy. And then just, just added doctor that. on there because even he if can. He never, even if he never wrote anything, I fucking hate that guy because of that. And he's not a doctor. He's not a doctor. What a no. shithead. Is he dead? Yeah. Because oh, if easily. not, I know what we're doing after the pod. <laughs> he's been dead for a long time. Has he? Yeah. Okay, good. He, well, that solves that problem. He wrote, like, World War II propaganda at some point. I bet it was as bad. I bet that was the worst, least effective kind of propaganda. What's really funny is it was definitely in the same style as he wrote his children's books. Oh, God. I fucking hope not. <laughs> Guaranteed. Yeah. He made, like, comic strips. Ugh. <laughs> They're very racist. Of course they are. <laughs> Everything from 1942 is extremely racist. Because he figured out how many times you can rhyme a word with Jap. <laughs> That's how I did that. <laughs> and he went. He went to FDR, and he goes, "Aren't isn't the Chinese the problem?" And FDR goes, "No, it's the Japanese. Okay, guaranteed." And he goes, "All right, if you say so." Yeah. I wonder if he ever had that Robert Oppenheimer effect of like, "Oh my God, things I've invented." have destroyed so many people where he's like oh no all the books i'm writing suck and everyone is now dumber from having heard them i don't think so i think no, his, me neither i think his I thoughts went had. more like i wrote a book that you read too gibbity gobbity goobity goo yeah it's, it's really <laughs> really that's how every book goes i you that was his entire thought process I fucking, I fucking hate that you said that because that's how every book goes and everybody's like he has such a way with words. <laughs> and like, he's like, really? he's like, no, I can't think of what rhymes with... Time to make some noises. Yeah. I can't think of what rhymes with shoes, so I guess... Schloos. Sh- yeah. That's, fuck. Time to create a bunch of fake shit that just happens to rhyme with each other. And people are like, wow, I couldn't do that. Fuck, you couldn't? The Mingos, the I Mongos, the Mangos, and Moos. Oh. No one knows what they did with their shoes. It's that easy. <laughs> This is like freestyle rapping, but with everybody realizing they can be as creative as Dr. Seuss was at his peak. Freestyle rapping, but you say it super upbeat, and you just skip past the fact that half of the words you are saying are real. Oh yeah, are invented. And everybody... They'll get it with context Good answer. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck Dr. Seuss. Anti-Dr. Seuss and his Descendants podcast. I am the most against Dr. Seuss out of anyone I know. Because you were born on the same day as him, I think. Yeah. Why was the, why was that thing? 1938. Yeah. <laughs> <Whenever>. March 2nd. <laughs> but yeah, March 2nd. And I just absolutely despise him because of the whole green eggs and ham in school every March 2nd. And I'm like, I don't even like green eggs and ham that much. Yeah. They're fine, but I would rather eat something else. Every year they ruin my birthday. Exactly. I bet you loved it when your, that day fell on a Saturday and Sunday where you could go home and wake up and not have a shitty lunch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, thanks, Mom, for not making this fucking No more eggs. green eggs and ham. I can finally have a good lunch. Time to make some peanut butter and jelly. Why do you think they discontinued that trend as we hit high school? I think, I think they never most... did it in the high school. Yeah, exactly. But I think, I guess that's then my question is, why didn't they ever do it in the high school? You're too old to care. Yeah, I think it's because everybody in high school is pretty much apathetically dead. 
Yeah. And they're just like, they're like, I just here? want my pizza. Yeah. Honestly, I don't care about whatever. Don't give me a themed thing. Where, why did Michelle Obama take away my mini corn dogs? And I'm, my I'm pickles. Gonna, I'm going to go home and hang myself. And my butter. How many things did Michelle and the wraps? The wraps were arguably one of the healthier things that weren't super processed that were given to us as middle schoolers, but then taken away by the powers that be. I'd like to say that our cafeteria lunch in school was a lot better than I visualize a lot of other schools being. Yeah. You look and everyone's just getting that like slop of goo that you get in the like splodge? prison yeah. i think there's a word for that get a i learned today that there's a word for that <laughs> you fucker you're already not using your bullshit word <laughs> that's why i'm here is to teach you and educate you without you knowing yeah i'm just gonna be as smart as you four years into this and i'm gonna hate it i'll either i'll either love it or hate it there's no middle ground with that. And then I put it in the form of a terrible I'll joke either, so you'll I'll never forget it. I'll either love it or potate it. There you go. I'm, learn- I'm already getting getting it back. I'll either love it or tomate it. Oh, nobody. <laughs> this is the worst. This is as creative as anything Dr. Seuss has written. That was like the worst part of this episode. And that's where Dr. Seuss had peaked. You'll either love it or rotate it. All oh, right, I'm done. God. What's that? What's that fucking emo kid from Horton? Here's a who. I think that's the one where they sell bottled air. I've uh, never seen it. I actively avoid anything Doctor Seuss. The problem with Doctor Seuss is we the fandom wikis or whatever about these things are written by children. This is the only because I looked up. It. Yeah, I looked up that whatever. Like the fucking emo kid without a chin. Leafy is here, but in. <laughs> whatever very form. topical yeah no but that's why i know who that <laughs> stupid thing is because there was a meme of comparing leafy is here to that creature and i looked him up and it, it has to be written by maybe 14 year olds like at most 14 year olds which i don't think i don't th- i think there should be an internet age verification thing of it can't be used outside of a school setting unless you're 35 scan in your id and you can enter this website yeah screw voter id Prove to me that you're not a child. Come get your internet ID. Either that or there could be two internets. There could be one for kids and one for adults. They tried that with YouTube and it didn't really work. No, there's tons of videos on YouTube. And I'm like, cool, can't wait to see what the comments are on this. And it's comments are disabled because age... And I'm like, what the but fuck? There's it's a, a chess video. there's a app that is called YouTube uh, is Kids. It? Is there a Netflix for kids? Yeah. Huh. But, but we just need... Once again, it's going to hit that thing of like Netflix creates like Peacock and more network-specific streaming sites, we just need to skip that and go straight internet for kids and then have all of that on there. Yeah, exactly. Unless you... I don't know how it works if somebody's intellectually disabled and over 18. They're not a kid, but should they be privy to the things on the adult internet? I do not know. I think think it's too hard to gatekeep that. You just got to... Say, all right, if you're not ready for it, you just got to know you're not ready for it at that point. The Involnet for Internet for Invalids. No, that's too much work. It's That was hard enough to say. They already have Google Safe Search. How much more do you want to go in depth with the kid thing? I want a, a search engine that's only audio search, but if it detects improper speech, you can't use it. To where that automatically rules out most children. There you go. It's like girls, I guess, could use it because girls are really good at writing. Like, no shit, right from the start. And you're like, what? 
Who wrote this? How did you, you get the teacher to write every this? Every girl you learned fucking, calligraphy you when they were two. Why did you get the teacher? Why did you get your mom to write this note? You fucking bitch! <laughs> You're getting really mad as you as you like spelled your name incorrectly. You're in first grade. <laughs> it's perfect, perfect cursive. <laughs> Who the fuck? Do you have your dad write this? You whore! Your pen is dripping with ink. If I could write as good as you, I'd tell you to suck my dick. You. You fucking cunt. <laughs> You're just pissed at all the girls that can write better than you in first grade. Also, why are you taller than me? That was in that's third bullshit. grade. That's the best time in middle school. When it's like, ha, your puberty stopped, you whores. <laughs> and then all the, all the boys get taller. That's You're a very <laughs> angry child. Specifically to women. Yeah. Oh, I just, I all wish... these guys over here, they're really cool. I just Stop wish... Stop being a slut. I just... <laughs> I just wish I didn't write. I have this problem with art as well. It's the Daniel Tosh. I hate people that say they're a bad test taker. That just means you're stupid. We're like, oh, I'm a great artist. But when paint hits paper, I develop Parkinson's and it looks like shit. That's me. If I have this perfect image in my head of beautiful art, non-splodge art. <laughs> and I make it and it and looks... It's a splodge. No shit. Like the art I did senior year looked like what I could have done in kindergarten. And I'm like, why? What the fuck's going on? You're like, I went through the effort to meticulously choose my colors, but it's gray. (laughs) Yeah. No, no shit. It looked like a kid did it. And I was like, I don't. And then you look at everybody else. And then you went home and hung it up on your fridge. Of course. (laughs) Of course. I'll still be proud of my (laughs) art abortion. It says D minus. At least you did it. Yeah. Participation. You made it. And you're, instead of signing your name on it, it's like a... a painted splotch of your hand. <laughs> it's like a, a hand turkey. It was an assignment given like April. <laughs> the assignment is That's so fucking stupid. The assignments look in a mirror and draw yourself and you turn in a hand turkey. <laughs> the fucking hand turkey. That's my problem. It's it's just misdirected anger towards women because they're immediately already good at it. Of like, okay, you're tall. That's bullshit. Why am I four foot three? This isn't how that works. And then eventually you're like, okay, fuck you. I'm taller than you. And then you're like, why why do I write like? Yeah, I maybe don't, you are. Why do I? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Why do I? Why do I write like I was born without thumbs? <laughs> and my mom only consumed booze. Like, what what's wrong with me? Where I can't write my name. You're left handed. That's the thing. I thought it was a left-handed thing, and then we saw Diffie, our other friend, left-handed, and he writes like he doesn't have fingers. And I, I fucking hate him. <laughs> because of only that. Because he he gives left-handed people, he writes something, and it's like, what's this? What language is this? And I'm like, that's why fucking people think left-handed people can't write correctly which is stupid because english isn't made for left-handed people because it goes from left to right and you're fucking smearing shit good luck trying to write something on a whiteboard if you're left-handed yeah, maybe you should start writing some asian language there where they write up to down i think i'd be okay with that yeah. yeah i think if i was just oh man left-handed people in japan must love it well i guess yeah exactly yeah right-handed have... people in japan absolutely are terrible which isn't yeah, Japanese as a language doesn't make sense because it's like 90% right-handed people, 10% left-handed. Whatever. <laughs> I guess it's too late to to switch how languages are done. But it's not too late to switch the the green left 
yield circle thing to just always be a green arrow. Yeah, what's up with that? I fucking hate that. And then all you need to do, you save money because you need less lights, and every time it's you yield on left, it's a yellow arrow. And every time you go on left without yielding, it's a green arrow. And it's that simple, and you could replace that so quickly. You could give the city people shit to do. People would get... I don't I don't think people would um, struggle with understanding it because they know yellow means yield. Yeah, well, you're underestimating people. I, you're I, overestimating I yeah, them. I, Some people are pretty dumb. But it's so stupid. And the problem is there's no universality of it. It's... It's just dumb luck of like, oh, this sign on this side of Rochester is like this. And then on the opposite side, it's also like this. Yeah, it's not even city to city. No, it's dumb luck. And then some don't have any signage. You're like, fuck, what do I do on a green? And then you get to the really I big guess intersections. I always yield. Where you're like, where do I even go? Yeah, where am I looking for my <laughs> signal right now? Which of these signs is mine? Which of these lanes is mine? No, it's the worst thing than the yellow... Or the left yield thing is Lime Scooters. And you told me that, I think probably the week of you seeing that headline, Lime Scooters are coming to Rochester, pre-Wuhan flu. And then you said, oh great, people in California hate these. Mm -hmm. And I, of course, not knowing anything, said like, what are you talking about? And then you show me videos of people just destroying bird scooters and Lime Scooters. Yeah, it's a whole trend. I think... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the anger stems from the fact that they're just fucking left everywhere. It's that, and they take up, like, the whole sidewalk. So it... I forget they go... Of course they're not on the foot. We allow fucking people with bikes to go on the road, but Lime Scooters are only on the sidewalk. That's fucking stupid. And they go really fast they go like three times the speed of a bike and they're super heavy so it's extremely dangerous for people that are walking on the sidewalk huh yeah if some and the problem is is it's it's not encouraged but it's i would say it's implied enough for like hey if you don't have a sober ride just scooter around and you'll be okay to where if you're walking at night and some drunkard hits you with a 55 pound lime scooter going like 25 30 miles an hour Mm -hmm. That's going to fucking hurt. I mean, you can get arrested for public intoxication just walking down the road. You definitely can't ride a lime scooter while you're drunk. But I guarantee you that's when most people do it. They probably have, yeah. Because I think most people, when they're sober, are like, that fucking thing sucks. Everyone's like, you shouldn't be be drunk driving. And they're like, I'm not driving, man. I'm scooting. I'm scooting. It'd be different (laughs) if they were like a push scooter. Like just but razor nobody, scooters or everything. Nobody would use them. No. <laughs> everything has to be automated. In the age of the worst part of the movie up, to bring it up a second time, when we're in like the, the automatic pizza fed milkshake IV stage of America before the collapse. There's no way in hell you could have anything where it's like, hey, it's healthy and there's more labor involved. Nope. Immediately <laughs> tanking. If I you don't say, have your if you don't have injectable insulin so they're diabetes, so they don't, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they can have a meal and not have their insulin fuck up on your scooter. Not going to make it. There are a lot of people that have said that Lime scooters and the such are actually really fun to ride, though. It'd be cool to have, like, your house. Like, if you have a farm or something, and it's like, hey, it's like, I have an ATV. Yeah. I have a motorized scooter to dick a around. A motorized with. scooter I don't even know would work on a normal farm, though. There's too much bumping no, land. I don't think, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think in the, in the lawn it would do really well. I think right. it's meant to be on pavement. 
But how many do, farms have very, like active pain? It would areas. do fucking terrible on gravel. It'd be fun to take one on gravel though, but I don't think I'd relate. If there was like <laughs> skate parks specifically built for electric scooters, but it would have to be bigger and there wouldn't you can't use like half pipes and stuff like that. That's the thing is I think if you were to build a skate park large enough to use a lime scooter, I think there would be people like parents fucking ready, like trigger happy to start suing the city. Of not having somebody there watching kids. I or guess there would like be that. a lot of crashes. Fuck yeah, there would be. Once one kid like breaks his neck, she tries to lime scooter off like a forty foot half pipe, like the black diamond of skate parks ramps. <laughs> He's like, oh, I can do this. My parents believe in yeah, me. Yeah, it would be some thirteen year old is like, hey guys, He's, watch yeah, this. He's ego scooting down this, <laughs> and he just snaps his legs off. If Tony Hawk can do this on a skateboard, I can do this. He's 60 years old. Yeah. It's um, it's like how those two kids in the 90s killed themselves. And then the parents sued Judas Priest for the, the quote-unquote, like, suicidal invoking lyrics in the song. And thankfully, they lost. But that's exactly what would happen, is the parents of these kids that are acting like idiots... Which is really the parents' fault for not being there, I guess. I don't know. It's You could probably argue both ways. You, you're not constantly not watching your teenager, though. But it's not the city's fault of building this thing that your kids can use. Right. Just because your kid's improperly scooting down it. It'd be fun, though, if it's like... He's not... It's It'd be cool enough to do on a manual scooter, but he's, like, accelerating down the half pipe. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it ends up being way worse than it should have been and the problem with those things is they're already way too fucking heavy see that's that's the where we differ you're imagining this guy gets on it he's speeding down and then he probably wipes out yeah i'm imagining he's got it like halfway off he's standing on it and then he puts his foot down on it and he just trips down the <laughs> half pipe either one is a win comedically <laughs> for the world and, oh man <laughs> what are why the thing about lime scooters is that they disappeared um, because of the Wuhan thing. And then mid-Wuhan, they came back. Yeah. Which is like, what the fuck? Obviously, that wasn't the problem in the first place. Why are they back? Because I was so happy when they left. I'm like, okay, there's no feasible reason for these to come back until this is over. Still going on, but they came back. It's because they were losing a lot of money by not having them out. How do they make money? Or like You have to pay to use it. Yeah, I get that. But So they just overcharge the shit out of it. And then people... Yeah. People, that's where they make money is they pay the people that charge them. Just piss change. It's like 25 cents a minute or something. It's terrible. It's really expensive. Yeah. What about bird scooters? How come, isn't it some stupid spelling too? Like B-Y-R-D? Yeah. Fuck that. I'm glad those haven't made it. I know one type of scooter. I don't know which one it is. But one type of electric scooter went out of business because of like a terrible business model or something like that. That's awesome. And then I think it was bird or it was Lime, purchased all of those unused scooters yeah. from them, and then just, like, rebranded them to their own instead of building more. That makes sense. <laughs> of course, why not? Because they're all the same thing. What I don't get is there probably is cities, um, not in Minnesota, maybe in the Twin Cities, Twin Cities is pretty big, where both brands of scooter exist Yeah. in that city. And that's fucking unbelievable to me. It's really big in California. Yeah, that's where I'm... It actually yeah. makes sense, though, in California, because you that's can't drive re- anywhere. Yeah, that's the rebirth of, like, the skater culture, is now everybody's on scooters. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of... And it would also make sense in New York, but New York is a lot more crowded on the sidewalks Yeah, and everything's stuff. way too close together. There's too many city homeless people. 
There's but that's why many. they have the subway system. That works which pretty well for them. Which isn't good. It's not good, but they make it work. I wouldn't even say that. I guarantee you most New Yorkers like purposefully avoid having to use the subway because of city homeless people. Yeah, unless it's mi- the middle of winter. It gets really I, cold I in I would York. even think that, like, okay, we're going to be more anal about our winter planning so we can avoid having to use the fucking subway. I just think that's public transportation and really anywhere. The subway in Mayo Clinic isn't bad because there's no there's no cars. There's no it's subway. Just, <laughs> it's, there's just the tunnels that Mayo Clinic calls the subway. Why is it called a subway? No, I fucking It's just hate a that. subterranean it's, Yeah, it's a hallway. tunnel. It's a tunnel. Yeah. It's a Mayo tunnel. It's like the channel, but without <laughs> cars. It's just people. It's so t- and it's so difficult to get into as well. I don't know. I don't think so. In order to get into it, you got to go through like the hotel yeah, lobby. Yeah, you have to go through a building to get in it, like a mail building or something like that. <laughs> and I don't know how it interweaves, but it does. That's where they keep the gift shop. You know how your hospitals have a gift shop? <laughs> That's where mail sticks theirs. <sighs> God, I love this hospital. You get a seventy-five dollars sweatshirt to com- commemorate your cancer. It's Your funny stage how stage four pancreatic cancer has never looked better than on this man purse. <laughs> Fuck. They reskin it. Oh, it's so stupid. It's funny how two states, Minnesota and New York, being right next to each other can have such a different idea of a subway. Yeah, that is weird how that message wasn't conveyed. Especially because I think IBM was good at, you know, information business machines was going to be the original name. So you'd before think, they went international yeah so you'd think they that was the original name actually and then somebody yeah. brought it to canada and they're like fuck we gotta change it we gotta change it they don't There's, have information in guess canada what? guess what somebody today learned a new i word and they're like yeah it's like international and they're like yeah that's a way better name <laughs> but those people were conveying back I, I got a little bit further in the dictionary yeah i kept reading <laughs> and i found another word but they those people were good at conveying information to where they, Minnesota and New York had a pretty good idea of what one another was doing. Yeah. Especially public transportation-wise. And the Minnesota version of a subway is like, let's just walk it. Fuck it. What? <laughs> I guess that shows how little there is to do in Rochester, where there's only one place where a subway would make sense, and it's small enough to just walk to every place. They're like, okay, so we could have a vehicle transport you from place to place, or... We could make you walk it and then just stick a bunch of stores in between so you'll yeah. stop by and I'm spend surprised there's money. not billboards down there because there are restaurants hidden in the subway. Yeah. Yeah, overpriced. There's like luxury clothing stores in the Mayo Clinic subway. Uh-huh. There's a lot of stuff that's hidden away. It's because the subway about. is almost exclusively for people that work at Mayo who have a or, lot of money. Or people that have a lot of money that are going from like Saudi Arabia to the Mayo Clinic to get yeah, exactly. whatever cured. No, so th- that's another thing I think we can just connect with the rest of the world, though, is that everybody's going to be able to relate to that their hospital, their local hospital, has a gift shop. Yeah. And restaurants below it. Of course. Underneath the cranch floor. <laughs> <laughs> Floors 12 and down. It's so stupid. Gift shop. <laughs> you know what uh, I thought of when you were saying, you know, you can just walk it? Why don't they do the little... The, fuck, the problem is... Is that the ones at the airports, you know, those moving walkways. So you know what I'm talking about yeah. before I go into this. Yeah. The problem is, is that those moving walkways have to be, they have to be beneficial to like the slowest moving people. Yeah. To where the speed at which they go at, most people can walk faster than Well, them. you have a lot of people take them and then walk to the end of them while they're moving. Okay. They min-max it. Yeah. Yeah. But then there are the people that are like, oh, my, my bones hurt. I and need then, the, And then they, then just, they just stand, stand there. Yeah. yeah. Which isn't their fault. 
But like that's those people are the reason why those walkways move as slow as they do. You don't want people falling over. No. And I think the problem with the subway in Mayo Clinic is that it's too thin to it doesn't have enough existing room already to have two tracks that go one way and the other and then have yeah. a separate just walking only path you'd have to pick one or the other yeah and they did it'd be cool if <laughs> it'd be cool if there was just two separate hallways and one was forward and one was back like just every, one way hallways yeah i think that'd be cool the problem because you know somebody would try to take that that's what like kids would do for fun. It's like, let's see if we can sprint up the this Yeah, they way don't they don't way. want people hanging around there just messing around. No, Mayo Clinic is notoriously known for its anti loitering policy. Mm-hmm. That they don't want the rest of the world to know. It's like the Rochester Library. It's pro homeless people. Like, come on in. Everybody's welcome. Mayo Clinic. Nope. There was one Show time ID. I went to the Mayo Clinic and I was just dropping something off. Yeah. The Mayo Clinic is famously very difficult to park at, yeah, as of you course. said. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll just park in front of the building. I'll go in. It'll take me about 90 seconds or less to drop this thing off. Yeah. I just need to like drop it at the front counter. And I walk through the door and I'm three quarters of the way to the counter. I could get there in like 10 steps. And a security guard goes, you gotta move your car. I'm like okay, can I just drop this off at the front desk and then I, I'll leave? He goes, no, you, you have to move your car. You could have asked that guy to bring it to the front desk for you. I did. Oh. I said, can I just give it to you when you walk it over there? He goes, no, go move your car. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah, the Mayo Clinic security are, like, they're even a more bastardized version of, like, mall security. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck off. What do you, what do, you do? Like, cops have got to hate the Mayo security people. If I wasn't conversing with you right now, I would have already been gone. My dad, I, ooh. My dad allegedly may or may not have done this when he was a kid, <laughs> but in high school, he told me that he dreamed of, whew, saved him, him and his friends would go to the clinic and like dick around in wheelchairs and stuff and race down hallways, and then the security would chase after him, and they'd be like, come get us, fat ass, and they could never catch him. <laughs> and now times have changed. You do that now and you get tased. Now you can't even get in the hospital. No. No, without a crippling disease. <laughs> It's like MS or above. That's the starting point. If you have a cough, nothing. They don't care. If there's any point I want to get across in this podcast, it's that the Mayo Clinic is actually the worst thing I've ever experienced. Like not I like I like I would like to say, not to the detriment of the people that work there, most of the people that work there. But fundamentally, as just any as an any entity. building, yeah. Nothing makes sense. Hospital or not. It's just fucking confusing. There's also no reason for it to be that big. The problem is it's always full. Pre-Wuhan thing, it's always full. Like, what? With what? The problem is... the People problem from is, everywhere on the planet, that's what. That's what the problem is, is that the marketing is so fucking good for the Mayo Clinic that anybody with an illness that the local hospital can't cure, they're like, well, go to one of three Mayo Clinics, and they send them there. And that's why it's full. Because we heal the world, and not just Minnesota. They're like, mm, we don't, we've never seen this before. Guess you got to take a trip over to the United States. It's like, what? Why are we responsible for this? Yeah, the be- the actual, the specialist is from Saudi Arabia, but he's over in the Mayo Clinic instead of being here. <laughs> like, why are they all in one spot? It's like the, it's like the, how Norway keeps, seed, like the seed vault. We do that with every medical specialist. Is 
just stored yeah, in the Rochester. Mayo Clinic is looking at every hospital, and if they see someone that's extremely good, they're like, "We'll double your salary." They're like the New York here. Yankees for scouting. They see they see a, like a high schooler that can throw ninety five mile an hour fastball. They're like, "Oh, you're starting." Right now, we want you. We'll pay you any amount of money. We'll figure everything else out later. Yeah, they're like the sports... Right now, we just want you before anyone else can Yeah, they're you. the sports teams that you hate because they buy the best players. That's what Mayo Clinic does. Exactly. Because they buy the best people. But then the people that have the money that buy the best people are like the most psychopathic, anti-humanitarian people you will ever meet. <laughs> who are so anti-parking <laughs> <laughs> that you can just despise them based on that fact alone. They're like, let's tear down a parking ramp and build another hospital. Let's let's buy out the Y, not turn, not tear down the building for four more years, and then demolish it and turn it into a parking ramp. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Signing off on that right now, hundred percent. That's what's going to happen. Well, I will be buried with that building. I will I will make a key and die when they collapse the Y. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I actually hate about the Mayo Clinic is that you start. You're like, I want to franchise this fast food restaurant in rochester mayo clinic goes mm, no i don't think so you're like yeah what they're like oh, we don't want you to build that here you will be cool you, can't. you know be cool a hooters like why i'm like boobs i don't know really shitty bar food like you can't why well the, the saudis would hate it oh yeah i forget that's why we do everything in rochester it's for the the richest of the rich would hate it god forbid they come not only do we have to tits. deal with the rich people from here we have to deal with the rich people from everywhere else it's not even like i it's my disdain for mayo is it's so strong that it overpowers my disdain for things that are in general degenerate and disgusting as i would imagine a hooters is oh yeah or like a strip club it's not like i want those things but like, i don't want to go to a hooters i don't yeah it's i just a, want people to be able to do whatever they want i yeah i don't like the unnecessary gatekeeping of a hospital that seems a bit, that seems like a lot of overreach. Yeah, they're like, mm, we don't think that's very family friendly. So no, you're not going to do it. Yeah. That doesn't seem like it has the Mayo Clinic family values assigned with it. And that's the reason it's there's the fucking literally B of A nothing sign. to do in Rochester. It's the, it's the sign. It's the B of A song, but with Mayo Clinic. Of like, you don't represent the Mayo Clinic corporate values that we want to, you know, the Destination Medical Center and all the stupid fucking buzzwords that just... Giving me another disease that hasn't been discovered yet. I imagine living in any other city. Uh, there's not, Spokane. Yeah, there's okay. no mega corporation that like runs the entire city. No, you want to talk about a corporation that has the mayor in their back pocket. Uh, here you go. But the Mayo Clinic is like a dystopian future where you're like... It's, it's like idiocracy. Yeah, it's run by one giant conglomerate. Yeah. You're like, that's Rochester, Minnesota. And yeah, it is. And everybody's aware of it. It's, an, it's a kind of an eyes wide shut thing. Of everybody there knows. And this is, what, this is another beauty of the pod. Is we get this on the airwaves... In 20 months, whenever you get around to editing. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Leave me alone, man. Is, is that Mayo <laughs> is just this dystopian medical hell figure. And once again, not the employees, but the people that call the shots at Mayo. Who then control the mayor. Who then controls us. Who then develop just lists of psychiatric disorders and such you know what i mean this podcast is brought to you by the mayo clinic and uh the mayo the craft mayo right yeah the condiment yeah we're brought to you by craft mayo and real mayonnaise and cranch and cranch because of the cranch floor yeah book time book time book time
We had to we had to throw the cranch floor in there. <laughs> Your soaked medical socks that you receive after every visit. You're like, fuck! Why did these taste so bad? Because you're, you're, you're eating course, your socks. When everybody gets a, a, a like, do, do people not do that at Christmas? You're like, oh, Grandma got me socks. And you start licking them. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma. These are terrific. Mm, and cranch all the, socks. All the socks. I love it. All the socks that you get at mail. You're like, fuck! What is that? Why is my tongue hurt? <laughs> Like, physically hurt. It's not like your tongue stings. It, it, it saps the energy of your whole tongue as a muscle. You're like, ah, fuck, fuck. It tastes like really spicy ketchup. And you still have not learned your lesson from repeated <laughs> visits to where every time you get medical socks from the Mayo Clinic, you're like, fuck, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, this is just bad ketchup. It tastes like old ketchup. Cranch is seeping from the 13th floor down into the gift shop. Into the walls. There's probably cranch-related diseases that the clinic hasn't disclosed. You're on you're on the fifth floor, and you accidentally touch the wall, and it's all slimy. And your hand of goes cranch through it. Juice. You J.K. Rowling through a pillar. <laughs> like, oh, is this Hogwarts? Like, no, it's hell. <laughs> you're in cranch hell. Oh heck, I love this book. It's so good. <laughs> do you love it or do you hate it? I can't tell. <sighs> Me neither. <laughs> I need it. The problem is... So you do hate it. I need to find words that I know how to pronounce. Just read something you don't know how to pronounce. No, it's easy for you. You jackass. You know how to pronounce everything. Spongy swallow? <sighs> that might be worse than this book. Is that whole that whole bit, I think. I think that was the dumbest fucking thing you've ever said to me. That's up there. <laughs> This one I kind of like. I hate that I kind of like it. Alright, go ahead. One girl in low-cut dress to another at military ball. Don't dance with the general. His medals are cold. <laughs> <laughs> that one I like. That one's the best one we've read, I think. <laughs> I like the, the overwhelming use of colons in this book. Like you yeah. know, that's what scares me about back this when book it was too. an existing punctuation. Yeah, because I'm I'm not confident enough to use it. But these people were. God damn it. God, fuck. Fuck. I fuck fuck. I, I don't. <laughs> You're God, fuck. I hate this one. Fuck. Just read it. Yeah, shut up. I, I have to prepare myself, you dick. <laughs> Royal messenger to two cannibals about to heave a luscious blonde into the kettle. Hold it. The chef wants his breakfast in bed. <laughs> <laughs> that one was pretty good. I just... I don't know why it displeased me by reading it. I, the use of cannibals. That book is very anti-woman. It's yeah. That's part of the stuff I skipped was like woman-related. I'm like, oh, these shouldn't be. They're not that bad, but they also just weren't funny. It's like, ha, they're in here because it's sexist, not because it's a we joke. We hate women. That's, that's why we're that's, gonna that's put the, it in yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, that's not good. I, that's least, 1970s at least humor make for it you. Kind of funny. At least try. <laughs> Fuck. The joke is like, knock knock, women suck. Yeah, no shit. 